Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Girl, I am so excited that you're here for today's episode because we're talking about this concept of honoring your intuition especially when you know it's time for you to make a change, whether that's in taking different action or just changing up your perspective. So let's just get right on the same page here. So I don't know if you can connect with this, but I find that there are three ways that come up for me a lot when I know intuitively that I need to make a change. Number one is when I start something new and I just am not that good at it right? But like, I know intuitively it feels very aligned for me to keep going. So I have to change my perspective on it. Number two is when I'm doing something and I'm actually pretty good at it, right? Maybe I've been putting my reps in for a while, or it's a path that I've just built up my skill set in, but intuitively I know it's not aligned and I actually feel kind of trapped. And I know that I need to take action to make a change. And number three is when I feel like I'm kind of coasting through life, a little bit withdrawn. I'm like kind of on autopilot. I just don't feel as excited. So I really need to take inventory and change my perspective and change the actions that I'm taking. So I want to dive into each of these three areas specifically, just in case you are experiencing one of those right now, or I can give you some tools in your toolbox for future experiences that might come. So first, When I start something and I'm really bad at it, but I know intuitively it feels very aligned. So I need to change my perspective. So for me, I expect going into anything brand new that I'm not going to be very good. Like when I first start that thing. I also know that when I first start something, I'm probably not going to like it as much because I'm not going to be that good. And I have to really listen to my own intuition that tells me it will pay off later, right? Because like, let's be real. It's not as fun to do things that you're not that good at, right? But it takes you a while to get really good at something. But I do think that that expectation of knowing that there's absolutely no way that we're going to be good at something at the beginning without putting our reps in because nobody's good at something and like is instantly great at it is actually really helpful, right? Because you're going into this with the perspective that you're not going to be surprised when you're not that good. You're going to expect that you kind of suck and that you might not like it at first, but you have to still follow your own intuition and change your perspective to keep going. Because in line with that expectation of not being very good is also the expectation that I have that I and you have the power to get good at legitimately anything that we put our mind to if We're willing to push through the beginning part when we're not very good and put our reps in so we can get better, right? So if we're on the same page with this idea that, you know, first, you're not going to be good. And that's just something that nobody gets to skip that step, but that you can be good at anything. If you believe that to be true, then all you really have to do is ask yourself if the thing that you're working on actually feels aligned intuitively so you can change your perspective, right? Like, Asking yourself, do I feel like there's a possibility 
I'm not even saying probability, but possibility that there's a future version of me that would want to be good at this thing. Do I see a future version of my life where it would serve me or my family or my goals or my vision to be good at that thing so I can push through it, right? Because if, if those answers are yes, then you know it's aligned and it's worth it. And like one example that comes to my mind is I always tell my fiance, Sina, that I picture us as a ski trip family, <laughs> okay? Uh, which like, let's not even point out the fact that number one, I actually don't know how to ski. And number two, we live in Texas. But the point is I picture like a future vision of us when we have kids that we're a ski trip family. Like I can see myself really liking skiing. I'm outdoorsy. I'm active. I've got strong legs. <laughs> I don't know. I love snow pants, like a good snow outfit. I feel like this could really work, right? Which means this winter, if that's something that I feel like is aligned for my future, then this winter, I need to start learning how to ski, right? If we're going to have kids in a couple of years, I know that I'm going to suck at first and I'm not probably going to like it that much because I'm not going to be very good. And I might be around other people that are really good and wish that I was further along. But if I want to learn how to ski, then I'm going to have to expect that going into it. And I'm going to have to keep putting my reps in because I believe that this vision for my future of, you know, for sake of this weird example, being a ski trip family is important to me, then I'm going to have to work through it. Right. And, you know, that's a random example, but the same rules apply for anything like starting a new business or changing directions in your career, or let's take even starting a podcast because I help a ton of women start podcasts in our introduction podcast course that takes you from idea to launching your podcast in four weeks. We do it in cool little cohorts. It's really interactive, which I mean, I should probably just plug. If you're interested in podcasting and starting your own, you can slide into my DMs on Instagram or you can text podcast course to my text list number, which is 512-548-2728. Again, text podcast course to 512-548-2728 and I can loop you in on the course. But the point is I work really intimately with these intro course women, right? So like I learn a ton about their fears and their mindset. And then of course I have my own perspective because I started a podcast and I've kept going and worked through all of that, right? And you know, of course, because these women have never done this before, they aren't that good yet. Just like when I first started podcasting, I wasn't that comfortable. I wasn't very good because I hadn't put any reps in. I was so sweaty and like awkward and I was nervous of what people would think about me. I was worried that I would get negative feedback. I did all these weird, like awkward, dramatic pauses in between my sentences because I wanted to be more suspenseful or something, right? But I knew I liked it. Intuitively, I saw a vision for the future and thought of how cool it would be for me to get better. Because if I got better, then maybe I could cultivate community around my podcast. And then maybe I could, you know, really serve women in a massive way and help them love their lives more. Intuitively, I knew it was going to be worth it to push through not being very good at something so I could get better. Because if you start something new, and you're really bad at it, but you know intuitively that it feels aligned for the vision that you have for your future, for your goals, for something that you just think a future version of you would be excited to be good at, and you like it, you owe it to yourself to keep going and putting your reps since you really get to have that full experience, right? Girl, don't you worry. We're going to jump right back into the show, but I wanted to first 
thank our sponsor of today's episode, which is Organifi. And if you love like high quality products, you want them at a great price and you want them to actually taste good, you've got to know about Organifi because they have an entire supplement line. They've got organic products, plant-based nutrition, and every single product. I'm not kidding you. Every single product that I've tried, I actually really love. And I can't say that about most companies, but truly um, check them out. The two products that I'm really vibing with right now is their protein. Both chocolate and vanilla are incredible. Nothing in their entire product line has more than three grams of sugar, but it actually tastes good. And it's clean ingredients, organic, like that really freaking matters. And number two is their green juice, which I don't know if you've ever felt like about green juice because you thought that it would taste like you're licking grass. Their green juice is the best tasting green juice. You can stir it up with water and drink it. It's phenomenal. It's got moringa. It's got spirulina and wheatgrass and chlorella and beetroot and ashwagandha. And you're like, what are all these things? Tons of vitamins and minerals and essential amino acids and antioxidants. It's just giving you the health that I know you want for yourself. And let's just make it easier, right? So check out Organifi. You can head to Organifi.com slash Keisha and use code Keisha to get 20% off any item in their store. Again, that's Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com slash Keisha. And that gets you 20% off any of their products. Check out their protein, check out their greens, their immunity, their harmony, like just go check out their products. And then when you snag something, slide into my DMs and let me know what you think, because I love hearing that you're vibing with their products too. Now, without further ado, let's dive back in. Now, from that, Number two, for me, it's really hard, in my opinion, to make a change when you're actually good at something and you want to move into great. Okay. So like I'm telling you, the number one was essentially if you, if you suck at something and you have to push through kind of sucking at it because intuitively you think that it will pay off in the future. But for me, number two is when I'm doing something that I'm actually really good at. But intuitively, I feel trapped because I know it's not aligned, but it's already good. But I don't want good. I want great. And I don't know if you can relate to this, but I've seen success in things that I actually knew I didn't want to do any longer. And knowing that I was good at it and I didn't want to do it made me feel so freaking trapped, more trapped than starting something new. Like we mentioned with number one, where I wasn't very good, but I had to keep putting my reps in, knowing that intuitively it would pay off. It's actually tricky when you're pretty good at something and you feel trapped, right? In particular, this has happened to me a couple of times in my career path while working at jobs that I was naturally, you know, pretty good at. And I put my reps in and got really good at, but I still felt trapped because I knew it wasn't in alignment of where I wanted to go in my career, right? Or maybe you can connect with this because you've worked really hard to get into a management role at work, but you know, you don't want to do it anymore. Like you don't want to work in that industry or in that job or at that company but you're scared that these feelings are popping up because you're like, what the heck? I worked so hard. I thought that this is what I wanted. I'm actually good at this. Like what's wrong with me that I don't want to do this anymore. And like this happened in a massive way with my fiance, Sina. And he's talked about this on the podcast before where he experienced this feeling that he had put so much work into becoming a dentist, so much time and schooling. And after a couple of years of actually practicing, he's like, yeah, I'm good at this. Yeah, I can make really great money at this. But I know internally, like intuitively, I know it's not aligned for me at this season in life to do this full time, right? And then it's like the question that pops up of like, is it even okay that I'm thinking these thoughts? 
because it's not as socialized that you go from something that's good to something that's great, right? Even if you do feel trapped. Because truly, when you're seeing success in something, it's so easy to say, I should just be grateful for what I have, right? Or people are much worse off than me. Just try and convince yourself to stay because it's easier to stay than make a change, right? Or saying like, oh, I'm good at this. So why don't I just stay? But your gut, your intuition is telling you something else. And girl, I think you need to honor that because it's really uncomfortable trying to smush that feeling down. And for me, just personally, the ultimate fail is getting to the end of my TBD amount of days here, realizing I didn't live a life that was aligned for me. I didn't use my full potential every ounce that I was gifted, or I lived a life that somebody else told me to live by their standards. And then I have to deal with my own regret and living with those coulda, woulda, shouldas. Because truly, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. So if those feelings are coming up for you, asking yourself, who am I living for? If I keep going the way that I'm going, am I going to get to the end with regret? Like, Is how I'm showing up getting me closer to the version of who I want to be, the vision of where I want to go? Because what I keep reminding myself that's really freaking powerful is that truly you've got to get bold enough to make moves or decisions that some people might not understand if you want a life that you're obsessed with. Right. Like the goal isn't to get to our, you know, the end of our TBD amount of days here thinking like, whoo, I made it through unscathed or thank God I followed this arbitrary plan of go to school, get married, find your person, buy your house, have 2.2 kids. That path is right for some, but it wasn't right for me and it might not right, be right for you. Right. The goal for me here, and I think for you too, if you listen to a podcast like this, is just soak up your one shot here. And then the cool thing that happens when you make decisions that actually feel aligned for you is you learn to trust your own intuition, right? Like time after time of honoring that intuition, you learn to love your path, your lifestyle, your beliefs, so much so that you don't feel defensive if other people don't understand you and you don't even feel the need to prove another person's wrong, right? Or another path is wrong. And it just feels lighter to go through life that way, right? So when you're doing something that you're good at, but you're starting to feel that trapped feeling or just like, you know, intuitively that it's not aligned. I challenge you to make that change and understand that it's not going to feel comfortable because we're not wired to make changes like that. We're not socialized to think that it's normal to constantly evolve, but come on, you listen to a podcast like this because you know, you've got massive potential and you know that you're going to change your mind and you're going to constantly grow. You're not working this hard to stay the same. So when you feel that intuitive, like desire to make a change, like try it on for size. You deserve it, right? And finally, number three, when I feel like I'm on autopilot or kind of withdrawn or just not excited about my own life, I know I need to make a change from a perspective and from an action, right? Both of those. And the simplest thing for me to do is to legit like pull out my calendar and take inventory of my life, like the environment in my head, the environment around me, what types of perspectives I have on certain things and what actions I'm taking. Because I don't want to feel on autopilot and withdrawn and not excited about my one shot here. And I don't think you do either. But for me, it always comes down to first taking inventory of my circle. I pay very close attention to how I feel when I'm around people and also how I feel when I leave them. 
because you know who you're around and you can just like be a full expressive version of you. You can share your big dreams. And when you leave them, you actually feel better about who you are as a human versus the people that kind of just like suck your energy. Like you can feel it. You know those people when you're around them or you feel like you kind of have to water yourself down or you don't get to really say what you think. Those people that that when I leave, I feel just kind of like drained by. Those people at this stage of my life get way less of my time and in most cases don't get any of my time, Right. And I have to take inventory when I'm feeling withdrawn or not excited about my own life of if I need to take action on who I'm spending time with, right? And just asking yourself, am I spending time with people who make it easier to believe in myself? Because you become a byproduct of the expectations of your peer group. So you got to make sure you've got some good hype women in your corner, right? And like, they don't even have to always be in person. Hopefully I can be one of these hype women for you when you tune into this podcast. And honestly, like if you want to find more like-minded women, you can jump into our Empower Her listener community. It's legit free. You can text free group to the same number, my text list, 512-548-2728. Text free group and I can get you added in to this totally free listener community so you can connect with like-minded women all across the globe right? It matters that you curate an environment that's conducive to where you want to go. And then outside of your environment from a people perspective, I think it's crucial to take inventory on what you do. Because if you're doing the same thing day after day, if you're listening to the same content, driving the same commute, you know, eating the same food, doing the same activities, hanging out with the same people every single weekend, and you're not doing anything outside of your norm, wouldn't you expect that you're going to be bored? Or just feel like you're coasting through life and just feel kind of like unfulfilled. So truly ask yourself, when's the last time I did something for the first time? And get that thing on the calendar if you don't see anything new coming up. When's the last time I did something just for the hell of it? Because it was fun. As humans, we love progress. We love growth. And we often feel really unfulfilled when we don't have something that we're working toward, where we can measure this change and see evolution in ourselves as humans, especially for women like us, right? And finally, take inventory on what you're consuming. If you feel like you're on autopilot or you're coasting and you like know you need to make a change, this is very tactical. Like the thoughts that you're thinking drive your perception of the world. I'm very careful about who I'm listening to, podcast-wise, what books I'm reading. I don't watch the news for a reason. I unfollow people on social media that aren't conducive to my growth. And I don't even actually consume that much content on social media, which in general is so freaking helpful. But you've got a lot more control of what you're consuming. And in a world that's constantly bombarding us with so much stimulus, we've got to take back the reins right? And understand how much we can be advocates for the growth that we want to have because of the environment that we create in our heads and around us. And at the end of the day, we're all motivated to take action in different ways, but the things that excite you and the people that fuel you, those people are not random. Those things are not random. These are epic clues that we've got to be intentionally paying attention to. Right? Like the things that drain you or the people that just like suck your energy, that's not to be brushed off either because those are also helpful guiding forces to, to tell you that it's time to make a change, right? To take action or to change your perspective. So to kind of tie this all up in a bow here, number one, when I start something and I'm really bad at it, but intuitively it feels very aligned, 
I know I need to make a change. I need to change my perspective. I need to understand that, of course, I'm not going to be good and I'm not going to like something as much, but intuitively, I know if this is contributing to the goals that I have and the vision that I want for my life and that a future version of me is going to be really freaking grateful that I push through the sucky part, just like I was with the podcast, just like I'm sure I'll be with Steen, right? As my random example. And you'll be with whatever it is that you're working on and you're not that good at at the beginning. It's worth it. Just keep going. And number two, when you're doing something that you're actually pretty good at, but intuitively it doesn't feel aligned and you feel trapped, play this out, girl. When you get to the edge of your TBD amount of days here, I don't want you to have shoulda, woulda, couldas. Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should, right? Honor what feels aligned for you and don't worry about what everybody else thinks about it. Everybody is gifted a unique vision for their life. Your vision is not gonna look like anybody else's. It's your job to honor your vision. That's the whole point of it here, right? Pretty incredible that that choice is in your hands of the decisions that you make. There's nothing wrong with you if you want great and you've got good in certain aspects of your life. That's amazing that you're gifted this uncomfortable feeling that you might be shoving down because it's telling you that it's time to make a change. And finally, number three, if you're feeling like you're on autopilot or kind of withdrawing or you're not excited about your own life, that's when you got to take inventory on the people that you have around you, on the things that you're doing, like the things that are on your calendar, on the thoughts that you're thinking, on the content that you're consuming, you have more control than you think. And to close this out, as Sean Aker, who is one of my favorite authors, he wrote the book called The Happiness Advantage, which I highly recommend. He says, happiness is the joy we feel striving for our potential. I'm so grateful to be connected with you. And I hope that you have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.